1: everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar. I have with us today Daniel Kesson. He is the founder at BitFi. Welcome, Daniel.
0: Uh, thank you for having me.
1: Of course. We are very interested to in learn more about BitFi. So, why don't you go ahead and start us off with uh, exactly what it is?
0: Well, so BitFi is um, a company that was created to drive our mission. To accelerate the adoption of cryptocurrency and crypto assets, Um, we see that, you know, we see cryptocurrency and the blockchain as perhaps the greatest innovation of the past 100 years. Uh, And we think that this is going to really uh, change lives and it's going to make the world a better place. And we think that if we are really, you know, aggressive about uh, execution and adoption, and helping adoption that this could really make a difference and uh, change the world for the better and for the generations to come and uh and that's kind of our mission but as a company we you know we believe that everything when it comes to the decentralized digital asset economy everything begins and ends with well you know the the secure storage of these assets how you can store and interact with These assets. So uh, our core product is, you know, we developed basically what is the world's first (laughs) unhackable hardware wallet that uh, converges uh, on unassailable security, where you know it it is 100% foolproof on the security end, uh, and is also remarkably easy to use. So it essentially, you know, passes the grandma test. So everyone can use it. It's extremely simple to operate uh, and is also, um, you know, completely unhackable. Uh, and so, and we believe that these two, these two features will enable a much broader and more rapid adoption of cryptocurrency in everyday life, which will ultimately make the world a better place. So that's in a nutshell, you know, who we are and what, what we're doing here.
1: Well, all that sounds fantastic. So let's, let's get a little deeper. Um, kind of explain to us how it is unhackable. What steps have you taken? (laughs)
0: Right. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's you know, the the, the big thing. And, and I think that you're going to, uh, of course, you know, when you say that, most people kind of just kind of raise their eyebrow and go, what? What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean it's unhackable? I mean, it's, I mean you can say it's 99.999% unhackable. How can you say it's outright unhackable, right? And this is something that um, the reason we we're able to say that, uh, because ultimately everything is actually hackable at some point or in some way, but the reason we're able to say that is because there isn't anything to hack. There isn't anything to hack in the first place. So we have a patent-pending technology. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major, major breakthrough where the way that, um, you know, the way that you normally interact with cryptocurrency is obviously by controlling whoever has the private keys to a particular blockchain controls whatever is at the public address. Okay, And the way that we created our technology is that the private key is not stored anywhere at all, and it's not stored anywhere ever at any time. And this is a major, major breakthrough. So, for instance, if we look at the landscape of all the other hardware wallets that currently exist, right? The way that they're designed is, that, you know, they're essentially storage devices that keep the private key on a microchip on the device itself so that... Uh, it is kept away from the computer environment where it's vulnerable to malware. You know, there's a connection to the internet where it's exposed to hackers and uh, other threats and stuff like that. And so the private key is actually kept away from the computer, and you know that's how it's done. But the reality is, is that what happens if you actually lose the device? The private key is actually on it, right? So someone through some kind of you know through advanced tools, forensic analysis could essentially get. To your private key or get to the backup, which is usually the piece of paper where you write down the 24 word mnemonic phrase. and, uh, And by getting to that, then they control, you know, take all your money and all your assets. Okay, the way that we've designed it is that, you know, the private key is simply not there. And the way that our technology works is that rather than being a storage device, our hardware wallet is actually a computing device, it has a powerful CPU that runs. Uh, calculations and using uh, which is what is really what is now an open source BitFi algorithm using that algorithm it calculates a user's own secret phrase that is said by the user and it calculates that into your private key so at all times effectively the private key is just in your brain it's never anywhere it's not written down anywhere it's not stored anywhere you're just storing it in your brain and at the time that you need to approve a transaction when you need to sign something you would enter in your secret phrase and normally this would be something that you could you know would be easy to remember so you don't have to create paper backups which is something i I guess we can talk about next but that you know but but then you have this phrase that you can easily remember you enter it into the device the device then will calculate the private key to sign and approve the transaction and that's it. And then the private key disappears again forever because it's not needed and it, there's no local memory or anything like that. And the private key is then gone until the next time that you need it. And so the device will calculate it in real time as needed. And so the reason this is unhackable is, again, simply because there isn't anything to hack. And that's a major breakthrough and a really pivotal you know, technology for the entire cryptocurrency market. And the reason I say that is because you know, we feel that What's really holding everyone back is the fact that there really is no truly fail safe solution in the cryptocurrency market. Uh, is that people are either afraid to participate because they're, um, you know, uh, securely storing these things, and existing players, people who are passionate about the cryptocurrency revolution and who are participating in it, are not necessarily buying or holding as much as they would have if they had a truly fail-safe solution. So, for example, if someone is like a major, you know, supporter of cryptocurrency, uh, but they're still kind of worried about, you know, securely storing this stuff, they might not put as much of their net worth as they would if they really did have a completely fail-safe solution, which could really help drive, you know, adoption and and transform the whole, you know, the whole market. Okay, so that's kind of a, you know, why I say we're unhackable, Um, among other things.
1: really... You really hit the nail on the head. Uh, at least personally, why I have my reservations about about the cryptocurrency world and and things is you know I'm thinking okay I have to write down this key and this phrase of words and I have to not lose it, but I can't put it anywhere that I can store it forever. I have to you know literally write it on a piece of paper, and and then if I lose that piece of paper, there's no way of getting my funds back. Or you know if it gets hacked, there's no there's no, uh, you know, insurance for that, really, you know, and that's why people are still using banks, which, you know, have so many flaws themselves. But at least, you know, if you lose your password or you lose your, lose your card, these things can be retrieved. Or if someone comes in and steals your, your bank account information up to a certain point, you know, they can put the money back in your account. And this is a really, really great device. It's super interesting. Um, you said you kind of wanted to go well, into... And, and,
0: and- let me, let me just say also that I, I, I want to comment on this because this is important because really that piece of paper, that backup is really just, I think, uh, an illusion uh, uh, because you can't really call something a hardware wallet where you have a paper backup. <laughs> because think about it.
1: Exactly. If you, have to,
0: if you have to write down 24 random words to back up your wallet in case you lose your device and you have to then store that piece of paper in a safe okay, or somewhere else, okay, wherever you think you deem it safe. How is that any different than storing cash or gold bars in a safe? I mean, it becomes exactly the same thing. In other words, if I have, let's say, a big stack of, you know, $100 bills, I have to find a way to hide them so that nobody can get to them and, and, and securely protect that stack of cash. Or let's say I have gold bars and I have to securely protect them from theft. So taking that piece of paper and hiding it, in essence, you're doing the same thing. So you basically, yeah, you have this hardware device. Okay. But in reality, all you're doing is just storing, you know, cash or gold bars in a safe. Okay. And that's essentially what you're really doing. And so how's that really a hardware wallet? In addition to that, even if you are successfully uh, keeping that piece of paper in a place that is truly secure, it is susceptible to, to, to damage uh, over time, moisture, flood, fire. What if your house burns down? What happens then? So your house burns down. That piece of paper is gone. So even if you, you know, very securely stored it, it's gone. All your money has gone, gone forever, okay? So that's really not a solution. And, and I think that this all started when, you know, because, you know, our team, we're very passionate about cryptocurrency. When we first got involved in this, I remember just like, you know, I, and I put a lot of my net worth into cryptocurrency uh, when I first really got into it. And I remember just waking up in cold sweat at night being like, oh, i mean oh my god i, I 'm like, oh my god, what 's going on with this what's going on with that I, I, Did I do this correctly, or did I you know press the right button or did I put it in the right place? I mean It was literally a nightmare, and I knew when I looked at this, I thought there 's got to be a better way and 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 if there was a better way that this would transform the whole market, that probably today Bitcoin would already be at fifty thousand dollars." If everybody had this kind of technology, and there would be less volatility, and exchanges wouldn't be getting hacked. But anyway, I, I went off on a tangent a little bit. As you can see, I'm very passionate in the subject. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, what you said is absolutely correct. But you know, go ahead.
1: Um, well, and I was just getting to that is that I felt the exact same way when when I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy my first Bitcoin and put it on my little wallet and everything. And <clears throat> I had to write down all these words. I had to hide them. And I was like. How is this a step forward? This seems like five steps backwards. I might as well just have fiat currency and put it in my, you know, under my pillow.
0: <laughs> well, it's not that. I mean, well, I, in terms of security, yes. In terms of, I mean, the other problem is is that if you have a Bitcoin under your pillow, its value rises over time. If you have a hundred dollar bill under your pillow, its value declines over time, and that's absolutely guaranteed. So, <laughs> that's yeah. another major difference. Right, but yes. uh, in terms of yes. security, yeah, in terms of security, security
1: yes. thing, yeah, the security. I was like, that's just it's just so silly. Um, so I guess let's get into you know, so the unhackableness is is fantastic. Um, what are some of the other benefits that you're that you're offering?
0: Well, so the the technology is, I mean, it's a it's a giant leap forward across the board. Okay, so number one, I mean, I'm just going to list a few. Some of these are literally like you know earth-shattering improvements some of the other ones are kind of not not that amazing but still important so for example it's a completely wireless device you don't need to connect it to a computer uh with a cable the other thing that is important is that you never have to download or install anything ever okay because security is not just about the security of the device itself security also comes down to user error. So for example, if a device is very difficult to use, or let's say it requires a high level of technical skill and the average person just finds it intimidating, you can have loss due to user error, not because the device itself is inherently unsafe, but simply because the user didn't know how to properly follow instructions and just pressed the wrong button uh, and then lost all their money, right? So that is another major component, right? So we, and and so in our tech, with our technology, you never have to download or install anything ever again. Okay. So the device just auto updates itself. So it's completely future-proof. In other words, that, you know, today it ships with a certain number of cryptocurrencies that are currently supported by this wallet. Then, as our team is adding support for additional cryptocurrencies, they will automatically appear in all devices that are out in the field, and no one ever has to. Because remember, if you have to, let's say, update your current hardware wallet, you have to go to some website, download something from some link. You have to be sure that you, you know, that that's not a corrupt download, that you're not victim of a phishing attack or something like that then then and then, assuming all those factors that you then install the download correctly uh, correctly update the you know the firmware on the device, and then all of that done is correct uh, done correctly with our device, you never have to download anything ever, okay, everything just comes to you right so this is a a major 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 point um and uh and as far as using it you know by itself, okay like for example, I don't know if you've used other hardware wallets. But this thing of like, okay, for example, you want to see your, uh, you know, Bitcoin balance. So you go into your Bitcoin folder and then you're like, oh, but I wonder, you know, how much Litecoin I have. So you have to close out uh, out of your Bitcoin wallet, okay, and then you have to go into now your Litecoin wallet. And then if you want to view some, let's say Ethereum token, you have to completely go out of the whole application and go to some third-party website and then connect to that and then view there. So you start to kind of lose track of what you have where and how much of it, I mean, it's just a mess, okay? So our platform allows you to view everything all in one place. When you log in, there's a summary and shows you have this much Bitcoin, you have this much Litecoin, you have this much Neo, you have this much of that, all in one page that you can access at any time. And which, by the way, you can access with or without the hardware device, okay? Because if you just need to view and manage your balances, you don't actually need your private key cuz this is all complete, you know, this is all public data. Okay? So that's a really huge improvement to uh the customer's experience. Essentially, it's kind of like operating uh operating, you know, an ATM machine. The other thing that is really really huge, right, is that you never have to, you know, you have the option to not write anything down ever. So you can basically you can set your own phrase. For example, the phrase could be for instance, like, uh, why is Dan so crazy about Monero question mark? Okay. So now using that phrase, which is user created. Okay. I can obviously remember it for the, for the rest of my life. I can remember that phrase and I have the option to not write anything down because the most secure passphrase on earth completely fails. If somebody finds that piece of paper in which it's written, correct? So <laughs> mm-hmm. that doesn't do you any good, right? So so ultimately, we give users the option to essentially select your own phrase, which you have the option to then commit to memory. Now, we also tell people, you know, ask people to kind of consider the environment that they're in, right? So you might be in an environment, let's say if you're a hedge fund manager, okay, or something like that. You may actually want to write down the secret phrase and put it in the safe so your colleagues can look at it, right? Or if you're a Syrian refugee and you're leaving the country, and you need to leave with your money, you definitely cannot have anything written down as a piece of paper that you're hiding, and you're much better off creating, you know, your own phrase that you could just remember. And that way, you now have the technology. You can basically transport $100 million in your brain with this technology, literally in your brain, $100 million, and that's it. And, it, and no one can do anything to access it, because the private key is in your head via that phrase. OK, so this is a really major, major breakthrough so that you can just, you know, mem- by memorize that phrase or let's say it could be, you know, um, you know, my husband likes blue lollipops uh, in Japan or whatever. Something memorable, but something that's very difficult to guess. And that phrase is what will be used to calculate the private key. And you can actually remember it without ever having to, you know, write anything down. OK. Uh, and, you know, this in addition to that, we have um, native support for all ERC-20 tokens, right? So you don't have to go to like a third-party website to, to you know, to view things. It's all integrated into one platform. Uh, the other thing that I would say also is an important feature is that um, there is no possibility of a man-in-the-middle attack, okay? And what that is is that, and that's actually really, really important, is that the other hardware wallets really cannot be sold through a distribution network, why? Because if they're tampered with. Like, let's say you buy some hardware wallet, um, you know, on eBay, right? And let's say it's tampered with, and then you receive it, you load funds, and then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and all your money is gone. And that's because somebody who, you know, intercepted the device en route to you, uh, tampered with it, and then, you know, recorded the 24-word phrase, and then they take all your money. This is not possible with the BitFi wallet, Okay, it cannot be done. And so as a result, we can sell it through distribution. It could be sold through dealers, distributors. You don't have to buy it only from us. You could buy it from anyone. You could buy it used on eBay. It doesn't matter. You can literally buy a pre-owned device and use it like nothing happened. And it'll just work perfectly, uh, uh, you know, uh, the moment that you start using it. OK, in addition to that, we are the world's first hardware wallet with support for Monero okay, which is literally, I mean, has an extraordinarily complex algorithm. No one has ever been able to develop any kind of a functional, real functional wallet for Monero because of the complexity of that algorithm. And our wallet combines, so it has that support and combines it with that incredible simplicity that, you know, again, like like a grandma can use uh, while utilizing Monero, which is basically the, the true true privacy coin that is fully decentralized and you know so on, which is a major thing. The other uh difference also is I would say in the user experience is that for instance with most um uh hardware wallets you're essentially connected to any kind of you know any random node. So let's say you open up your hardware wallet and you want to view your Bitcoin balance, okay? And it will route you to the nearest node. And this could be some kid's laptop a mile away, right? And so, and some people are like, why does it take so long for my balance to load? I can't, you know, like, sit, look, staring at the screen for five minutes and I can't see my Bitcoin balance. Okay. The reason is because you're, you know, connected to random nodes. And the way we do it is we actually run our own node, a super, you know, high performance node for every cryptocurrency or crypto asset that we support so that whenever you, you know. Uh, uh, try to load your balance or view your balance is displayed instantly. So the user experience is efficient, clean, and fast all in one place. And of course, without any possibility of loss. And um, so these are kind of like just the, you know, the main features. And then on top of all that, of course, is that this is completely open source in the spirit of the blockchain so that you're, you know, you're not in no way dependent, um, you know, on BitFi. If anything were to happen, you can always access your money um, you know, regardless, I mean, if, you know, even if there's an earthquake at our factory, it doesn't matter. You can always access your private keys because, you know, the BitFi algorithm is open source code. So kind of in a nutshell, I mean, I can you know, I can keep going, but there's really a lot of very important innovations here that make this truly a complete departure. From anything else that's been done uh, till now, it's not like a variation of the same thing, like all these hardware wallets kind of offering you a slight variation of the same thing. We are a complete and total departure from anything that's ever been done before. And in this a is,
1: I mean, this is fantastic, and and like you were just saying, I I have not heard about anything that's really doing the same thing at all, and a lot of the solutions that you're providing are things that that I myself have wished were on the market. So you know how how are people gonna get set up? you know what is the best way for people to get to get their hardware wallet and get started?
0: well, uh it's very easy to use uh once I mean we go on uh sale, I believe on the twenty fifth we actually start uh, officially taking orders, which is like a few days or less than a week from now, and then we begin shipping on the twenty seventh Okay. And then uh, you know, it's all it's $120 and you know, we're all very very mindful of the price point because we want it to be ubiquitous. We really think that, you know, if we want to change the world, it has to be affordable. So everyone mm-hmm. has to be able to get one. And $120 is a really you know reasonable uh price point for what it is because again, it's not like we're not selling you a U- USB stick, right? We're selling you an actual Computer with with a powerful onboard CPU, it, you know, it's a handheld computing device. So mm-hmm. for what it is, you know, with a four inch uh, touchscreen, and it's a very reasonable reasonable price. Uh, and so we, you know, so for, so and and it's meant for everyone. We really do want it to be ubiquitous. So again, whether you just have five hundred dollars worth of cryptocurrency, because one day it might be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever, and you want to securely store that or you're a hedge fund manager and you're managing $5 billion, this is the absolute most optimal uh, storage solution. And we even describe that. We essentially show people that th- this is superior also to any form of cold storage. right? So in other words, if you, all these hacks that we hear about that occur on all these exchanges every week, okay, that simply would not happen if these exchanges had the BitFi wallet because it would be impossible. Because you see all these forms of cold storage have major weaknesses. You know, what what are the common forms of cold storage? So one, you have, you know, paper wallets, right? The weaknesses of a paper wallet are really obvious. One is that obviously, how do you create it? You know, how do you print? There's a whole procedure that if you do it wrong and someone intercepts or, you know, let's say it could be stored locally in the printer's memory. And after you print out the wallet, you know, someone can go and print out another copy and then take all your money. So if you don't carefully follow the procedure of creating the wallet, okay, all your money is gone. Then you have to, same thing. How do you store this wallet? What if it burns? What if there's flood or water damage or anything like that? What if, what if, what if it's stolen? Um, there's all these issues. It cannot be reused, okay? And you need a different one for every cryptocurrency. So let's say you're, so you have your paper wallet. Okay, and let's say you have 10 Bitcoin on this paper wallet. You you you, you need to move one out. Well, you can't. You ha- you can't reuse it. You, ha- you when you send out that one Bitcoin, you have to destroy the paper wallet and generate a completely new one to send the remaining coins to. So even though that this is you know normally considered a very uh, safe type of storage, it has major major weaknesses. The other type of cold storage would be. You know, like a like a dedicated machine that is called an air gapped computer. Basically, it's a computer that has never been connected to the internet, and it's sitting in somebody's office. Okay, well, that, you know, so that number one, it's very expensive. Two, it requires a serious amount of technical skill to operate properly. And even though that that machine has never been connected to the internet, well, what happens if there's a break in? If someone breaks into your the office of say you're you know this computer sitting in an exchange say Gemini or whatever, and they have this you know, air-gapped computer that is super, obviously it's unhackable because there's no way to uh, you know, get into it. But what if there's a break-in and someone takes the machine, well, they'll, they'll take all your crypto, right? So all these things, all these methods of cold storage have major, major weaknesses. So they've been addressed in the BitFi wallet. So it's, it's a ubiquitous device meant for everyone and we would love to have, you know, exchanges to switch to that because you just won't ever hear again of someone saying, "Oh, we just lost 100 million dollars worth of this or that," which really hurts the market, right? And destabilizes the market.
1: Uh, this, I mean, this is such a great solution and and I I love hearing the passion in your voice about this industry and how I can I can feel you coming through with your words about how much you care about these people who are getting hacked and and how this industry is so important moving forward. And in order to stabilize it in such a way is so game changing.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this is this is going to change lives and Bitcoin is going to change lives in ways that many people don't really yet fully grasp. But it is such an important technology, literally, and in, in the most important tool for human freedom, right, which we actually just, Uh, something that we all need to support. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't, you know, fully understand it yet, but they will, it'll come. But in the meantime, we need to give people a completely safe way because other than all those kind of benefits that I'm talking about in terms of Bitcoin and certain other crypto assets being a tool for human freedom and something that could really dramatically improve the quality of life, you know, aside from that, it's also just a fantastic uh, store of wealth, right? So it's just a fantastic place to kind of grow your wealth because it's a finite resource that, you know, the, every Bitcoin is very precious, very limited supply. And so, you know, you want to have a safe place to store it even just as a tool for, for the store of wealth, you need to have that really safe place uh, to store it. And, you know, and it's without borders, it's without, you know, and then you can easily, you know, transfer your wealth from place to place Unlike you know, in the in In the old days, where you had to like you know move like a a safe full of gold bars and logistics to come with that now with Bitcoin, you could just you know move your all of your net worth in your brain with a simple phrase that you can remember and that's what our technology allows.
1: This is fantastic Daniel, thank you so much for joining us here today and sharing this this new groundbreaking technology with us.
0: It is definitely my pleasure and uh I would love to you know please anytime anything else comes up. I'd love to participate in anything else you guys have coming up
1: as well. Absolutely. This is Daniel Kessen. He is the founder of ITFI. It is B-I-T-F-I dot com. Thank you everyone so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. This has been Juliette Lamar. Tune in next time.
0: You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.